1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on another big night of League Cup action. Celtic are in Dingwall looking to move towards retaining their trophy and perhaps rotating ahead of Saturday. Manager Listund United are at Livy, Motherwell host Inverness and Hearts welcome Kilmarnock. And a much changed Rangers team made it through last night along with Aberdeen, Partick Thistle and Dundee. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Simon Donnelly and Hugh Evans. Has there ever been... A sequence of matches for Celtic like Ross County, followed by Rangers, followed by Real Madrid. The first game in defence of the cup they won last December, then an old firm derby, and then the reigning champions of Europe at Celtic Park. An amazing sequence of events for Celtic. But Ange Postacoglu will take the first one as seriously as the other two. So I wouldn't look out for Celtic making wholesale changes tonight. And what about Livy Dundee United? Dundee United have been the manager. The two teams lost by an aggregate 14-0 at the weekend. So I'll go tonight, you know. Yeah, as Hugh says, I'm thoroughly looking forward to the next seven days for Celtic. I was thinking about it in the car on the way in. If I could have just rewound that clock 20... 25 years and be a Celtic player It must be great Yeah, Dingwall some place, isn't it? Defending the, the League Cup, obviously And then the two games Rangers, Real Madrid If I could turn the clock back 25 years I'd still be the oldest codger <laughs> on the programme 01419511025 Talk to us tonight There is so much on the go If we start with last night Rangers fans, what did you make of that? It was a rotated team Who caught the eye? Who, on the other hand Maybe didn't do themselves any favours? What did you make of the performance? Anything that stood out? Some interesting stuff from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst on Alfredo Morelos. There is an update there. Uh, so give us your thought on that situation. Celtic fans, I assume some of you are in Dingwall. Some will be watching on at home. So what are you expecting tonight? What level of rotation? How many changes is too many? Because it's still Premiership opposition. It's an opposition that's knocked you out of the League Cup a couple of times in recent seasons. But big squad... Big game on Saturday So what sort of changes are we looking at Get your suggestions in please 01419511025 Are we already taking names For the next Dundee United manager Feel free to do that Oh and it's the final day of the transfer window tomorrow Hugh As if we're not busy enough And Albion Ayeti has finally gone from Celtic To Sturmgratz on loan Yep All cracking on at a furious pace Scottish football, never a quiet day So come on, pick up that phone 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB Four games tonight, you can preview them Four games last night, we can review them There's a certain much talked about fixture coming up on Saturday If you already want to cast your mind further forward Transfer window And anything else you think we've missed This is the place to share it 01419511025 It's a lovely Time of year to head to Dingwall As I'm sure Gabriel uh, would agree He's there looking ahead to this one Yeah Gordon I'm here at the Global Energy Stadium And as you said it's a beautiful evening Here in the north of the country I'm still sitting here in my t-shirt Although I don't think that'll be for much longer Of course it's Ross County against Celtic Let's start with the visitors They were so impressive At the weekend I was at the game at Tanadice 9-0 and they are flying at the moment Won all five of their matches So far they've got an impressive record here as well They've won all three times that they have been up here 
under Ange Postacoglu. And of course, they are defending champions of this competition. It was Postacoglu's first of two trophies last season, and he spoke yesterday about the importance of trying to win that first competition. You know what it can do for a season. The last five times that they have won a league title, first of all, they lifted the trophy, this trophy, in the same campaign. Postcoglu also promised to make several changes given that it is the first midweek game of the campaign. And of course, as Hugh touched on, their next two matches are huge. Rangers and Real Madrid, both at Celtic Park. And Hoops fans will love the sound of those games. Uh, and what about Ross County? Well, they've been impressive in this competition. They finished top of their group unbeaten just before the Premiership season started. But the league campaign hasn't gone to plan so far. Uh, they've lost five in a row against Celtic as well. So perhaps they won't fancy their chances. They did lose 4-0 to Rangers as well last weekend. Uh, we're about half an hour, maybe 40 minutes away from Team News, Gordon. I'll bring you that as soon as I get it. Well, that means in that half an hour or 40 minutes, Celtic fans, you can be the boss. You can get your suggestions in. How many changes are too many ahead of Saturday? Uh, Ange Postacoglu has full faith in his squad generally. Quite a number of options in certain areas, so... What are you thinking? How much are you keeping it near the team that will play Rangers? Or are you rotating the lot? Any suggestions, any guys that need some game time, please do pick up the phone right now and let us know so we can preview that game. 01419511025. Last season, Hugh, Celtic mm. got the League Cup in the bag early yep. and provided a platform for them then to go on and, and add further silverware. There are certain countries where they look down their nose at the League Cup, but it'll never be the case here for that reason and more. Well, a platform for Ange Postacoglu last season, he doesn't want it to turn into a trap door this season because if you are embarking on that incredible sequence of matches, Ross County, Rangers, Real Madrid, you don't want to start off by losing the trophy you won last December. Uh, and historically, I fully appreciate what Gabriel was saying about uh, Celtic having a good run against Ross County just now. But historically, it can be a difficult place for Celtic. And when they were last there in the league, with six minutes to go, it was still 1-1. And then they struck twice, belatedly. Um, I think the squad is in a place now where there might be no Kyogo, but Giacomacus. Mm. There might be no Abada but Maeda and there might be no Jota but James Forrest he's at that kind of stage now Ange Postacoglu I mean Simon Celtic obviously go into most domestic games as big favourites anyway so that, that would remain the case tonight but you could certainly have picked an easier draw at this stage of cup competition Premiership opposition yeah. and away from home mm. it's, um, yeah, it's how much can for instance, last night Rangers were able to really rotate and, and, yeah. and play some young players. We, we probably won't see that level, will we, from Celtic? I don't believe so. I think, as, as Hugh says, it is a tricky place. Celtic, late on in the first game of the season, the Ralston goal into the depths yeah, of last season, thing yeah. last season. So it's, it has been a difficult place. Their form's good. They want to keep the feel-good factor. I think the 11 guys... That destroyed Dundee United at the weekend are the guys with the jerseys for the Rangers and Madrid game coming up. It'll be interesting to see who comes yeah. in tonight. Who does come in tonight, Celtic fans? Come on, this is the beauty of this show. I say it often. I don't care if managers and players talk about taking one game at a time because we don't need to. So you can call us about tonight with a view to Saturday. Who plays tonight? Who plays Saturday? How's it all set up? Pick up the phone, please, and let us know. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Robbie is a Celtic fan to kick things off. How are you, Robbie? 
Good evening, panel. I'd like to make the point to Simon Donnelly about tonight's team selection and um, off the back of that, maybe move forward to Saturday's team selection. I know that's a wee bit difficult, you know, because we've still got the night, the night to play, injuries and stuff like that. But uh, Simon, I think that uh, Anthony Ralston coming in at right back, I, I, I know I don't want to get carried away with, with changes here because he's only, only going to make, I think, between two and four changes. So I'll put the changes to you. And you can either agree with me or hit me with some other changes. Uh, Anthony Nelson at right back, um, centre back. I think you'll maybe bring Jens back in. I would like to see Callum McGregor for as as much as he's a captain, and he'll always be on the hands post of Coglu. I want to play. I want to play. I would like to see Aaron Moy sitting in the holding midfield role, and up front I would like to see Jack Amakis getting a start. So that's Ralston at right back, centre defence, Morris Jens. Holding midfield, I would like to see Arn Moy and up front, I would like to see Jack Amakis getting a game. Simon? Yeah, Robbie, it's a fair shout. I'd, I'd scribble down three names myself before uh, you give us four there. Jack Amakis obviously out completely at the weekend. I think it was illness. Illness, yeah. So if he's recovered, I would yeah, I would play him. Uh, I had Maeda down, who missed out at the weekend. And maybe the likes of Turnbull. But yeah... Valid points, you know, gents to come, gents to come back in. Ralston hasn't let Celtic down at all. Uh, I wouldn't have any qualms about uh, resting Juranovic, but I, I do stress that I think the the guys that won at the weekend for me is the team that will win against Rangers at the weekend. I, I do have to say, Simon, that although Abada and Kyogo got uh, all the praise and deservedly so, yeah. both scoring a hat trick. Yeah. I thought Aaron Moy's cameo appearance was very interesting. He sprayed about some terrific passes. Yeah, it, well, for the was it the eighth goal? Mm. He found Maeda. It was a great run by Maeda and a, a good ball in by Moy. I thought Hitati was different class as well. Here oh. at the weekend, Celtic really well, a joy to watch. But listen, you don't want to slip up. You do not want no. to slip up. It's a, it's a big tournament. They're defending the League Cup. Uh, as I say, the feel good factor, the momentum going into these next two big games. Tonight's an important one. If we can create this some imaginary league table of who's you know top of the list to to almost deserve a start, you know would it would it be Jackimakis? There's not much more he can do. The guys in front of him are banging the goals, and any time he has been asked to, you know, he came on and scored against Kilmarnock, scored against Hearts. Is he the would he be the one above all, Hugh, that you would expect to start tonight? Yes. Um, I think Kyogo Celtic is not necessarily wrapping him in cotton wool because of the game against Rangers. Kyogo could easily take a back seat and let Giacomacus play. Uh, Giacomacus has not let Celtic down, particularly last season when Kyogo had his uh, lengthy injury absence. Uh, so he would be entitled to think that he'll get some game time tonight for sure. How important is this competition, Robbie? Uh, it's very, very important, I think, because, um, I mean, see, another thing is as well, I would like to see this, as much as I, I like the competition and Celtic won it last year, um, I would like to see it done away with, and I would like to see, here's another thing, I could actually just make this point to Simon and uh, to see the garden, this competition, see most countries, they go with their, 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 their uh, two trophies, and, and some of them like obviously the league and their, their, their domestic trophy which would be the Scottish Cup if we were only have two what about this idea This I think this is a great idea and I actually meant to call in a couple of months ago about it see 
How about we, we do what Italy do in Spain? Um, no Spain, Italy and France do it. What they've, what they've got is their league and they've got their, their, their one other domestic trophy. And what happens is, at the very end of the season, they play a one-off game with a super type of super cup. So you've got the Scottish Cup winners would play the league winners. And if, and if the league winners actually win both trophies, all you would do is... Whoever was runners-up in the league They would get the shot Or who was, whoever and was And do runners. away with the chance To win a treble, Robbie I thought that was something That Celtic and Rangers fans Loved being able to achieve No more trebles No more trebles We've got to move with the times All these top countries Are cutting down their fixture list And I would like to see A Super Cup At the end of the season I think that would be Absolutely fantastic Well there's a certain Big footballing nation Not too far from here That still has a, a yeah. League Cup But I'd have to say If UEFA had their way uh, There wouldn't be A League Cup in England That or Scotland uh, They have publicly stated That they are in favour of The league competition And one national trophy uh, mm-hmm. However You know We've had the League Cup In Scotland since the 1940s um, It has produced some Historical moments uh, And there Appears to be No sign on the horizon of a move to, to scrapping the tournament It's the beauty of live radio It's not a discussion I expected to be ha- I, I've got I've visions of someone switching on the radio and say, Are they seriously debating whether to scrap the League Cup? It's Robbie's idea, right? Blame him for I've what it's n- worth Simon, are you, are you in favour? It's not something I've gave a lot of thought about To <laughs> be honest must admit. You know, It's like a charity shield at the end of the the, the English do yeah. Down there But my, my immediate thought is You're talking about trebles And Rangers and Celtic trying to win trebles What about other, other teams? You know, the, the, the small teams Absolutely. that might be their only chance of... And think about that over the years, you know the, I mean? the, the Kilmarnock and yeah. St Mirren uh, and various other teams, especially given that we live in such a football landscape where there only are two teams going to win the league. It's nice to keep some sort of door open Partick for the Thistle CQ. fans still remember beating Celtic in the final. It might have been over 50 years ago, but they'll never forget being four up against Celtic and you know as you say St Mirren the the win over Hearts a terrific game Kenny Shields when he was commandant manager beating Celtic Ross County for that matter yeah yeah Um, it's thrown up some great stories Uh, but you know you have a deal in the world of commerce and they want to create more space for European (laughs) matches let's not worry about them right now let's not 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 bin off the League Cup just yet 01419511025 thank you uh, to Robbie A nice curveball for us To kick things off uh, Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu Looking ahead to this one tonight Yeah I think it was Significant for us Particularly last year Because um, We obviously had A challenging start To the year And you know we, we, we found some Consistency But winning a trophy In that first Sort of few months Just you know Added some real belief And into the group About the direction We were heading And I think everyone You know Their supporters And, and everyone involved In the football club you know, could see some real progress. Um, so it was an important trophy for us to win. Um, you know, that's the nature of this football club that um, irrespective of my feelings towards a, a particular competition um, at this football club, the expectations are the same. You, you, you try and win every game you play in and every competition you're in. So um, that doesn't change for us. Uh, it's a challenging fixture. We know going to Ross County and, you know, they're always a hard, a hard team to play against. But in a cup competition, you know that, you know, every opponent, you know, potential pitfalls that we, you can fall into so um, we're going to be ready to, to be at our best well, Let's bring in Andy who's a Celtic fan in Glasgow Andy, what are you thinking tonight? Hi Gordon, how's it going? Hi, yeah, Anna. good thanks um, I, listen, I just I, I seen the changes that were made by the Rangers team last night I actually thought it was a wee bit of a gamble even though it was Queen's, Queen of the South that were playing it and I don't think Celtic will make uh, wholesale changes tonight however, I think Celtic are in a, a much different position from 
Rangers because when you look at the Celtic squad, it, it looks like a, a 22 or first team players. I mean, I'll run through it because I won't take up too much time, but you could change, change the full 11. Seagrass, Ralston, Bernabai, Jensen, Welsh, MacArthur, Moy and Turnbull in the centre, Forrest, Jackamakis and Maida up front. That's not a weak team by any stretch of imagination, but that's 11 changes from Saturday. So I, I think that... Um, we we could do it, but I don't think that we will. Uh, there are a lot of debate about the, the three games over the next uh, seven days, but tonight's the only night over the seven days that we can go out of a trophy. So I, I think we'll, some of the guys will get a run out. I, I would like to see uh, possibly uh, Moy and Turnbull starting. Certainly Jack Amakis will be fit, uh, but, and maybe Ralston, but I, I wouldn't go for the living. But I just think Celtic in a different place now, uh, getting towards the end of the the transfer window, it looks as if they're pretty much settled. If, if MacArthur doesn't leave tomorrow or, or today when the end of the deadline, eh, I don't see anybody else coming in. So that's just my point. It looks, yeah. Celtic to me, look like a squad of 22 first-team players <laughs> rather than eh, if they bring anybody else tonight. It's, it's not really, obviously, bearing the buys, no played, but um, it's, not really, it's not really a gamble, is it? The most important thing for Celtic tonight is to set the tone for three games by successfully having their first defence of the League Cup and not creating headlines tomorrow of how Celtic fell apart in the Highlands. Uh, that's not what they need or want. So Ange Postacoglu will be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, Andy's named the same front three that I did at the start yeah. there. Uh, that wouldn't be... I mean, it wouldn't be the first three because Kyogo would never be out of the first three. Um, Neither would Jota. Yeah. But it's possible. Uh, yeah, the- Simon, I think, to be fair, Andy's acknowledging that. Ange Postacoglu <clears throat> is very unlikely to go that far. But, I mean, would that 11 be so ridiculous? Could you change every one of them? He makes a fair point when he, when he reads his team out. I don't believe that's what will happen tonight. But I think we're now in a place where, due to the, the recruitment, uh, Ange has brought in another centre-back, another left-back. There's competition right throughout. And that's... Again, the cliche, that's what you need, but I think you strive for that. At times last year, around about the turn of the year before the, the other Japanese lads came in, I think it was St Myrna away. The, the, the team didn't look as strong, but you certainly can't say that about this squad now. But again, it's the potential banana skin. They need to focus on it, and I have no doubt, because the way this guy goes about his work, he'll have them full this focus for tonight. This is a hypothetical conversation, of course. However, were Ange Postacoglu to change... The entire living You're doing Malky Mackay's job for him Because he says to his players in the Ross County dressing room They're taking us lightly They yeah. think that you're so bad They can drop 11 players and bring in another 11 Andy I think the, the most important question tonight is Do you think Carlo Ancelotti's in Dingwall? <laughs> I wonder if they So I think them do, if it, I don't think he'll, he'll, he'll not do his job properly So I, I, would, I would suggest he'll probably have somebody at the game on Saturday yeah, but no, I don't. I don't think it'll be anything. Can you imagine it, Hugh? Or oh. even, even just when they sit in there. And by the way, on that, did you happen to see this clip today about Real Madrid's? I'm going off on yeah, a tangent. The wall about the wall that they use to practice free kicks. No. So they've got it was mannequins and <laughs> Simon's Day. They've got a <laughs> robotic wall. You can change the height of the the players that are in it, and it jumps <laughs> when you take the free kick. So that's the level uh, of opposition Celtic are playing in terms of you know finance. So I've got visions of them all and they're Fancy big analysis auditorium it will be. They'll fire up the big screen and then Live for Dingwall. on comes the, the footage from Dingwall. Maybe they'll show, show, the, show the free kick at Tannadice uh, uh, on Sunday where well what 
<laughs> an, ass- an assist from Kyogo because yeah. he got blasted yeah. against him sitting on the ground anyway thank you Andy 01419511025 we'll get team news very soon Rangers fans what did you make of last night who impressed you and who did themselves no favours those are your questions get your answers in now please you are the voice of Scottish football call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Simon Donnelly are here for big games in the Scottish League Cup tonight Games last night, the transfer window nearing its close uh, And anything else you fancy, now is the time to pick up that phone Rangers are through, they beat Queen of the South by three goals to one Many changes for Giovanni van Bronckhorst Here is what he had to say about In fact I tell you what, let's not do that Because he's something slightly different up his sleeve for us Rather than the game itself So uh, Hugh before we hear the, the comments from the manager of Rangers I, I guess it is a routine outcome I saw some Rangers fans on social media I guess they would have hoped it would be a bit more Sort of yeah. comfortable and, and fluid But they did make a number of changes They're through Do, do, you, do you bother too much? No, you've got a young man, Robbie Ewer Who gets his first goal for the club uh, Rangers have high hopes for him That's a plus Arfield uh, gets a couple um, Gordon Dale's favourite player Always a handy man to have around When it got to 2-1 And uh, Adam Devine Sort of swipe at something across the face of goal And it could have gone anywhere uh, There was a bit of rumbling But uh, Arfield soon put that to bed So I think Overall Not as convincing as some might have hoped But convincing enough to put you in the draw Yeah Alan is a Rangers fan On the line uh, Alan what stood out for you last night? Did anyone seize their opportunity? Did anyone let their opportunity pass them by? Uh, I thought some of the... Sorry, good evening, panel. Uh, I thought some of the young boys done all right, but I think Sakala, it doesn't seem to be improving. Uh, not just that he gave the equaliser away, I just don't see much improvement in him at all, eh? Uh, well, funnily that, I got a tweet, right, as you said, from John Martin who said Sakala definitely didn't do himself any favours and Matondo still has a lot to prove. Can that be the case in these games, Simon? Although you look for Robbie Ewers of the world and, and Devine at right back and, and the young players to, to sort of seize their chance, is it sometimes a a bit of a delicate one for the fringe players? Because if they go in against perceived weaker opposition... And then don't do well Fans like Alan and like John on Twitter Are saying oh well listen We can forget about this guy Challenging the first team Well it's an opportunity I mean regardless of who you're up against It's, it's So it's a makeshift team Or they've freshened up With the, the so called fringe players It's your opportunity to go and shine It's, it's to try and get the, the gaffer's attention and, and look to the big games coming up Celtic at the weekend Ajax next week these are the games that the boys want to play in. So these are up, this is a big game for, for these mm. guys especially. So if the likes of Sakala and Matondo weren't shining last night, they've not, they've not done themselves any favours. Mm. Uh, Alan, on a more positive front, did any of the young players catch your eye? Uh, yes, uh, uh, there's a lot being said, uh, young lovelies, and even when they come on, it's, it's some bold for a 16-year-old. And yes, I think he looks good. But as I was saying to you, sorry, I'm saying to your producer, uh, do you think Rangers need another striker with the Morelos situation? And it's usually on for Falkirk, but today I'm phoning you for Mexico. Oh, lovely. What time is it in Mexico? It's uh, about 25 to 1, and four years ago today, me and my lovely wife got married, so 
We're here for our anniversary Oh magnificent Congratulations oh, what, oh, we, actually got, we actually got married here eh, so. Brilliant And, it, and he's, take, he's taking us with him Hugh Keevans that, that means a lot to me That he's thinking about us I On went, holiday in Mexico I went to hell I brought my honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> um, Well I mean I'm, I'm blown away That someone would Travel all that way And take us with him I'm honoured I must admit uh, Alan Will Rangers sign another striker? Well, what's interesting me is the continuing situation with Alfredo Morelos. Do you want me to shine a bit of a light on that? Just to well, t- some- the manager has held out an olive branch. I'd be interested to hear if he's still holding it out. I had a good good chat with him on on Sunday. He had a he had a good week uh, to train, but also think about his future. And of course. Um, uh, I had a good, good, good talk with him, and uh, so as I said before, he's still a Rangers player. I think it's going to be uh, important for us in the next uh, next months in this season. So uh, I saw a change in his, uh, you know, in his uh, in his attitude, the way he worked, and uh, you know, we have to keep continuing uh, working like this for for the next coming months to uh, you know to. To be the player he uh, he he can be, and a player who can uh, give us give us a lot. Well, you know, Morelos, if he gets wise, has an awful lot still to offer Rangers. But he now looks at Antonio Cholak, and there's no point in Morelos taking the huff because someone is the new darling of the supporters, and you've all of a sudden gone back into the shadows. Morelos, if he gets himself right will be a major asset to Rangers. But the clowning has got to stop now. And Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is not of a mind to mm. indulge Morelos and his erratic behaviour anymore. Well, to be fair, that sounds like it's heading in a more positive direction, Simon. He says he's mm. noticed a change and, and thinks he can be an important player. I think what Alan was getting at, he's disappeared, by the way. I don't know if Mrs Allen has went, <laughs> what do you think you're doing on our four-year anniversary holiday to Mexico? Uh, phoning those three um, Would Rangers need to sign a new striker anyway? It's, t- it's, t- it's two enough If I mean, where is Kamal Roof? What's what's going to happen there? It's two enough You can never have enough But the, t- the time's obviously running out uh, I think from Rangers' perspective It's, it's good for Gio to have a day conversations with Morelos Because I was on the show on Friday And I says, get yourself fit it's, It should be the easiest thing for a player to do Get yourself fit, give yourself a chance He's... Been over the course, he shows he can score goals in Europe domestically for Rangers, but he's been letting himself down with his fitness recently. Uh, whether they make a move on another striker in the next twenty four hours, who knows? Strikers are the or should be the most difficult thing to get in the last day of the transfer window because who wants to give up on a good striker? Um, so I'm not the the finance must be there. I mean the t- the timing is how far away from full. Fitness is he? Yeah. You know that's the question as well. Is it I wouldn't be him? surprised if he turned up on the bench on Saturday. Not surprised in the slightest. Robbie Ewer, of course, came in and scored last night. I think probably a, a bit to go before that yeah. becomes the the you know the third choice nailed on and, and featuring a lot. But just Simon Donnelly is someone who's who's been through the course. We don't tend to see many young Scottish strikers. strikers. No, when Celtic and Rangers give chances to kids from their academy, it's very rarely a striker. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how he progresses. Yeah, and a fantastic start for him. You know, I think early in the game as well, getting his self in the score sheet, he will be 
absolutely buzzing today. You know, uh, a young man at the start of his career. But as you quite rightly say, Gordon, you know, I scratched my head for a few years with Celtic not producing a striker as well coming through the ranks. So good for Rangers and also good for, for Scotland, hopefully in the future. Well, thank you to Alan. We tried to phone him back. His phone's off. Mrs. Uh-huh. Alan yeah, is definitely, she's, she's chucked it over the balcony. I think he's not the only one with a special anniversary holiday this week, though, is he? Oh, no, me. Where are you <laughs> off to? Not Mexico. You're not going to join him, are you? Italia. La bella Italia. Oh, beautiful. Honestly. Oh, you, you'll be sorry you asked, Simon Donald. Yeah. Listen to this. Three nights in Venice. Three nights in Florence. Three nights in Rome. Superb. Can't hide class. No. Honestly. Romance is not dead there. Honestly. See, if you get two pensioners together, you know. What would the, what would the people of... Where are we from? Maryhill from Chapel? Partick. I was born in Partick. Look at you, Partick. Look at you now. Yeah. Is, there not, is there not some sort of real journey through Italy involved in all this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, uh, you're a man of the train, no matter where you go. Eurostar to Paris. Paris to oh, Rome. Rome to Florence. Definitely Florence to Venice. On one hand, different class. On the other, imagine me stuck in a train with him. <laughs> I mean, seriously. A poor Mrs. Well, Keevans. You had to help me send the email back to the company, I, I, did you? I did. I did indeed. And you've timed you, it well. You're going to waste it. Are you on Instagram? Don't be silly. Just Twitter's enough. Well, you could put he on could Twitter. Put his pictures pictures on. And How's he going to take them? I was thinking right about that. Come on. Right Seriously. Right, come on. <laughs> and you've timed it well. You're away on Saturday morning. Anything yes. else happening on, on Saturday? I'll, I'll give you a call from the train. Do you know what's great about this? Because you're still the. T- you'll find out the result of that game in Monday morning's paper. Correct. <laughs> yeah, you know, unheard of to anyone else. Uh, right, 01419511025. I think after all that speculation, we do have the answers, Celtic fans, to your questions about who will play. Gabriel? Yes, we do, Gordon. And Ange Postacoglu makes a massive nine changes from the 9-0 victory over Dundee United at the weekend. The only two players that keep their place in the 11 are captain Callum McGregor and hat-trick hero Leal Abada. Their first starts for Benji Segrist in goal, Aaron Moy and Alexandra Bernabe at left-back. So here is the 11. Segrist in goal, a back four of Ralston. Uh, Tony Ralston, Stephen Welsh, Moritz Jens and Alexandra Bernabe. Midfield three of Captain Callum McGregor, Aaron Moy and David Turnbull. And a front three of Leo Abada, Jorgos Yakimakis and Dazen Maida. It's a strong subs bench for the hoops. You've got Bain, Juranovic, Starfelt, McCarthy, Thoris Hitati, Jota, Kyogo and a debut on the bench for Sayed Haksabanovic. I'll bring you the Staggies lineup when I get it. Nine changes, Hugh. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds drastic. When you see the names, it's maybe not as drastic, or do you still are you still taken aback? Well, I'm slightly surprised by that number. Um, Seagrist, a good goalkeeper, no problem there. Ralston likes that ground in particular. Welsh and Gents uh, never played together before. Uh, that would give me cause for concern. Bernabeu, Celtic have paid over three million pounds for this young man, so why not play him? Uh, in McGregor, Moy and Turnbull You have experience um, Up front Pretty much as I expected But uh, you know, the, At the back I'm not entirely sure that a back four Have never played before uh, Young man from uh, Argentina who never started a game before Welsh and Jens Never played together before mm, you, you're, you're possibly Asking too many questions there what do you think, Simon? Because I'm sure there, there would be a school of thought amongst Malky Mackay to say, oh, is, it, 
Is that right? Well, every one of them would get a game for me anyway. So every single one. Yeah. And it, it, do we sometimes have to bear that in mind? We all get very dramatic because there's nine changes. Well, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the front three. They all <laughs> they all get double yeah. figures last year. I'm quite sure. But, even Maeda get double figures. Um, Maeda was thirteen. 14 yeah, I don't know goals. if Maeda quite made that, but I, t- I take the point. Yeah, they wouldn't have been far so, off. So those three. And I'm not overly concerned about the, the back guys. The, the big guy, Jens, has come in. He scored up there. He's come in and looked decent. You know, a good addition to the squad. You've got some experience in the middle of the park there with Moy and, and the skipper. Uh, it just shows the strength and depth. As I say, I'm a, a wee bit surprised that there's nine changes. Oh. But not overly concerned from a... a I think you, Jota well, and Kyogo on the bench in case... Hattati there as well, yes. Yeah, in so, case they're yeah. needed. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Michael's a Celtic fan on the line. Is nine too many, Michael, or are you happy enough with what you've heard? No, as I said to your producer there, Gordon, nine's fine. We've got a big game on Saturday, they'll form on Saturday, and we'll get there on the next Tuesday night. So, uh, so I was expected changes tonight to bonus, Gordon. I expected changes to bonus for you. So I expected, I've been expecting nine, but about five, I thought four mm. or five. Do you now have a confidence, Michael, that you know nine changes is... That, that doesn't strike any fear into, you know, you, you still see a... Progression because the cup, look, the cups are important to us. We, we mentioned it earlier on as a footballing nation, we still value them. You know, Celtic going out tonight would, would be unthinkable, but you think that that squad's good enough? Ah, it's good enough. It's good enough players. If Kyogo's obviously, hey, the international players, if Thunder plays for Scotland, you'll get players that play for the, the international club countries, so there's players there that should get this through tonight. Like, that's, to go back to that, Hugh, that's I'm pretty sure Malky Mackay will reference that in some way. After the game Segrist oh. was one of the Outstanding keepers In the league And he's gone to Celtic yep. Anthony Ralston's A Scotland international You go through them all Burnaby A couple of million quid From Argentina David Turnbull was Celtic's player of the year Two seasons ago Callum McGregor Always plays Aaron Moyes Played in the English Premier League And the front, th- the front three In particular Is very strong So I mean th- This is not Time to make excuses For Celtic is it? No but the only area I'm highlighting Is that back four uh, with people who have uh, not played together uh, coming into the cup tie that is the first defence of Celtic's trophy uh, it, they may all shine but it's the one area that is open to conjecture for me uh, Michael what about the week as a, a whole then was this particularly important with Saturday around the corner Yes, it's a very good week. I'm a Celtic fan, as you know. Very good week. The exciting week for being a Celtic fan. All four months harder then you'll get the class of Real Madrid coming to Portskade on Tuesday night next week. So it's a very big week. At some point, someone will phone in between now and then, Hugh. You just know it and say which one would they rather win. Of course. Um, um, and then we'll go round and round on that for probably about three nights. Um, the majority will say <laughs> rather beat Rangers. <laughs> Let's not open that can of worms right now Oh you can if you want 01419511025 Rangers fans still looking for your reactions to last night Celtic fans what about that team Are you happy with that? Nine changes It's obviously a lot But are you confident uh, in the players that are coming in tonight Pick up the phone and let us know It's a great time to call 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Simon Donnelly are here reacting to nine changes for Celtic this evening. Get your thoughts in on that, Celtic fans, Rangers fans, looking back on last night. We're still to do quite a lot between now and eight o'clock. Dundee United are managerless. They head to Livingston in the League Cup tonight. We've got Motherwell against Inverness as well, which promises to be a fascinating one 
uh, at Fir Park. Let's hear a bit actually from Stevie Hamill on that game. A big challenge, something we want to do well in. We'll make no secret of that. We want to we want to do as well as we possibly can. You know, our record over the years shows how difficult it can be in the cup, but we will make no secret that, that we want to do well in the cup competitions this year. Everything everything we're doing is we're not looking at any anything else apart from this game. Our full focus is on this hundred percent and we'll go into it as best we can and prepare as best we can to, to get a positive result. They've done well, they've had some ups and downs, but um, in general, they're a good team. They've already beat a Premiership team this season. So if we need any kind of motivation into how difficult this is going to be, that's there for us to see. An interesting one then at Fir Park, Motherwell against Inverness. Cali Thistle, a debut for Matthew Penny, new left back. Motherwell signed from Ipswich. Liam Kelly's in goal as normal. It looks like Paul McGinn will then play it right back. Uh, Stephen O'Donnell dropping to the bench. Matthew Penny, uh, Solholm and Lamy in defence. Goss. Slattery, Spittle, the midfield, Efford, Tierney and Van Veen, uh, the attacker. So still um, no uh, still no Stuart McKinstry in from the start, up from Leeds and loan. He's in the bench. Oxborough, O'Donnell, McGabby, Maguire, Cornelius, Rolando, Ahrens, new signing. Connor Shields and again Lennon Miller, who we discussed uh, at the weekend. If you're Stevie Hamill, uh-huh. Hugh, and you've done brilliantly and you've got those first couple of wins then you go to the team bottom of the league and lose you could really be doing without a home cup defeat to championship opposition that, that's why you know, to repeat what we said about even the bigger teams this competition brings its own pressure yeah. at this stage of the season and in cup tie football anything is possible I give you last night Aberdeen being taken to extra time by Annan Athletic take nothing for granted and after the setback that Motherwell suffered against Kilmarnock at the weekend, I'm sure that Stevie Hamill will be mindful of that. We've got one lot of Jags, the Glasgow Jags, in tonight's draw. The Cali Jags could join them unless Motherwell are careful. Yes, one of those, Simon, there's not a big enough gulf for Inverness to be like completely spooked or overawed or massive, massive, massive underdogs. So they can go... Um, probably with the the old cliche of it being a bit of a free hit and, and try and upset Motherwell. Yeah, but flip flip it and, and go positive. They're, they're playing against a team a division below at home. They yeah, are, absolutely. The other yeah, three yeah. ties tonight are all Premiership classes, so it's an opportunity for Stevie mm-hmm. Hamill and his what, fourth game in charge to get Motherwell into the quarterfinals. He's he's on the back of a couple of good results. They took the lead at the weekend. Obviously, Kilmarnock did well to to come back and get that. They really needed a win. It's a great opportunity for Motherwell to get in the quarters, I think. I think that's the way he'll look at it. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good one, that, at Fir Park. Let's bring in Craig, who's a Rangers fan. What about last night, Craig? Who took their chance and who didn't? How you doing, Ron? How you doing, guys? Um, yeah, I thought last night I was impressed by a few of them, I must say. Um, I, I was impressed by Devine. I, thought, I, I really thought he had a, a terrific game. Um, he was very good at... Linking things up at times, he was getting in areas where he one or two moments where you think maybe he could have got a goal himself. Um, so I thought he had a terrific game. Um, Robbie Ewer, I thought, done very well because well, you know it's Queen of the South, you know, they're a League One opposition, but these are also young guys, and you know, he was up against two fairly experienced centre backs, Queen of the South, certainly at the level they're at. So um, I think he, he was able to handle that. Quite well. Obviously, he was aided by the experience, the likes of Arfield and, and Davis and stuff that he had around about him as well, which is always helps. Um, 
but I do I do think he had a good game and I thought Charlie McCann his little flick for Arfield's third goal which I think was the pick of the bunch um, other, well for Rangers anyway yeah. Queen of the South's goal was quite good to be fair it was but, by the way what a finish Queen of the South's goal was he'll always remember it yes didn't you know, count for anything in the end slack from Sakala but like, just, can we give it a bit of praise while we're here yeah but I, th- I think the, the Rangers third goal as well that uh, is it Craig? Yeah. Is talking about the, uh, the little flick. It's, it's a well-worked goal and Arfield's passed it in. I think young kids coming into a Rangers team last night will probably thrive playing alongside the likes of an Arfield and a Davis. You know, we'll be talking them through it, I'd imagine. But a great experience and, and that was a, a well-taken goal as well. Mm. Um, Craig, Adam Devine, there are early next Nathan Patterson shouts. Is, do you see similarities there? Um, well, I... I think he's just a fantastic young player. I, I I never liked to draw too many similarities because I think it's far too easy to that that's a bit of pressure on him because although Nathan Patterson didn't actually make that many appearances before getting a big move to Everton, he was still you know it, it's still quite a you know quite big boots for him to fill. Really, to expect it, that he's going to um, be able to you know be the same as him. I think he's his own player. I think he, he'll show. The qualities he's got, and hopefully he'll get a better run at it when he, you know, eventually does break into the first team squad and maybe get a, a move somewhere down the line than maybe Patterson did. Um, but I, you know, I can see why people are doing it. I'm just not one for necessarily wanting yeah. to make comparisons. I think he's getting rave reviews at the moment, Nathan Patterson. By the way, just for what it's worth, just started with a, with a Scotland lens on things. Yeah, started for Everton last night. Uh, I admire him for. Keeping his patience and uh, not flapping because he went down to Everton. They diced with relegation. Um, Frank Lampard at times looked all over the place and he wasn't getting a game, Nathan Patterson. But he's just kept himself together and now he's a starter for Everton. Uh, so well done to him. I think man of the match last night. So good to see that with Scotland games not too... Uh, far away Now all we need to do Is find Billy Gilmore A club I think We'll Brighton, work on that Brighton Oh, oh you'd love that Wouldn't you That's they right want to, that's They the... want to take him On a permanent basis Oh that's yeah. perfect for you then yeah. You and the grandkids yeah. um, Craig Transfer window closes tomorrow I just wonder what you think Rangers will do I mean For instance It's been Like Nikola Katic For instance Leaving And, and, and pieces of business Like that Anything drastic You think tomorrow um, I'm not so sure it'll be anything drastic, no, but I do think that we need to do something because I would really like to see us get another forward in there um, and maybe uh, push another centre-back, but not as important to me as, as another forward because I think Cholak has been fantastic. Morelos is still, you know, um, on his way back, shall we say. Um, and obviously last night showed Sakala still well off it. You know, he's not on form yet and, and a team full of young players he's the one that makes what you would describe as a mistake of a rusty player who's not had a lot of game time mm-hmm. um, for the South goal and Ruth is just forever injured so I think it is important that we get another body in there because I'd be worried if Cholak was to get injured that that leaving just Morelos yeah. I'm not so sure I'd want him just carrying the can alone once again So that that's something I'd like to see us do um, Let's get an update While we're here On that topic From the Rangers manager Well I, I'm, I'm relaxed You know It's still a couple of days You know You never know what, What's happening In those days But uh, you have to be prepared But 
you know, I don't uh, at the moment. I think this, this is a squad we uh, we're gonna have. As I said, mentioned before, we created this squad to uh, to be competitive and to uh, to reach the Champions League as well, which they did. So um, no, I'm I'm quite relaxed now. We will see. Uh, let me need to try and squeeze quickly team news for Ross County in before the news. So sorry, Craig. Let's quickly do that with Gabriel. Yeah, just got the team sheets up here in Dingwall. Uh, County make five changes to the team that lost 4-0 to Rangers at the weekend. Jake Eastwood is back in goal. A back four of Khan Johnson, Keith Watson, Alex Yakovetti, and Ben Purrington. Jordan Tilson and Victor Latoury are in holding midfield with Don Samuel, Josh Sims and George Harmon behind Jordan White up top. On the bench, you've got Laidlaw, Kankola, Edward Tawura, Olegbe, Okoyo, Hiwula, Nonro, Peyton and Smith. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Now remember, all this week on Beat the Pundit, you don't even need to get a single question right and you're already a winner. Now you won't win the sign ball, you won't win the glory and the bragging rights, but you will, just for taking part, win a pair of tickets to the Virgin Bet Gold Cup at Air Racecourse it's back on the 17th of September we're giving a pair of tickets away every night this week and on Friday we'll upgrade them to VIP tickets no less so if that's a wee incentive for you please pick up the phone either way you'll still have your normal chance to beat the pundit either Hugh Keevans or Simon Donnelly and the lines close at 7pm 01419511025 Four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Hugh Evans are here. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We'd love to hear from you. Whether that's on Rangers game last night, the players that came in and who took their chance and who didn't. Whether it's on that update about Alfredo Morelos or things looking up for him. Maybe tonight's game, Ross County Celtic, nine changes made by Ange Postacoglu. We've given you the Motherwell team against Inverness. And what about you, Dundee United fans? What a time it's been. 23 goals conceded in four games. Producer Callum is broken. He is a shadow of, him form, of his former self. And he's not looking forward to the game tonight, especially because Marvin Bartley will be straight on the phone at full time uh, if Livingston do get the victory. So I have this mental image of Bartley. Sitting there saying to Davy Martindale, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got to listen to see if the old guy loses, beat the pundit. Yeah, he he I must admit, I think I I risked his wrath the other day. Put you know you know these boars that put that motivational guff on their social media. Oh. He posted something about new goals for the new week and I replied, Yes, maybe try concede less and score more oh. after they had um they had yes. performed rather how poorly did, the weekend. Not not great. Not great if I'm being honest. Like I couldn't um, post the, I couldn't publicise the, the reply. Are we going to speak to him tomorrow? I think he's on tomorrow. Anyway, let's crack on with this, shall we? Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/football. It's been an interesting week on Beat the Pundit. We don't speak about what happened on Monday because it was a shambles. And then Gordon Diel got six out of six last night. Wow. Things you never thought you would hear. Michael is in there. How's it going, Michael? I know, bad pal, yourself. Now, I've got a bit of a theory, Michael. With all due respect to my learned colleague, Hugh's not the greatest at the best of times. And I think he's on holiday mode already because he goes away for his fancy trip to Italy at the weekend. Do you think that's something you could take advantage of? Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. You, you got. I assume Mrs. Keevans knows you're going to have to watch 
the Celtic Rangers game on Saturday, then Real Madrid on I'm Tuesday. I'm and preparing my sales pitch for that yeah, one. Let us know how that goes. Heads, it will be Hugh Tails. Simon Donnelly, you're off the hook. Prepare the sales pitch while we play Beat the Pundit with Simon. I'm going to give him something else to listen to Michael. I'm going to give him Clyde 2 nice and loud in his ear so that he doesn't know what's happening between us. 30 seconds. Answer as many questions as you can. And if you don't know, just pass and move on, OK? OK. Right, good man. 30 seconds then on the clock and your time starts now. Which team did Brendan Rodgers manage until 2015 before he took the Celtic job? Who scored Rangers opener against Queen of the South last night? Really? Which team were given their new name first, Livingston or Inverness Cali Thistle? Livingston. Who currently sponsors the Scottish League Cup? Premier Sports. Which German club does Ollie Burke play for? Oh, Who received more Scotland caps, Alan Hutton or Morris Malpass? Alan Hutton. Ryan Sweeney is the captain of which Scottish Championship club? Okay, let's bring back Simon. Simon, can you hear us? Yes. Uh, same set of questions to you. 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. Who did Brendan Rodgers manage until 2015 before he took over at Celtic? Liverpool. Who scored Rangers opener against Queen of the South last night? Uh, oh, Which team were given their new name first, Livingston or Inverness Cali Thistle? Inverness. Who currently sponsors the Scottish League Cup? Premier Sports. Which German club does Ollie Burke play for? Uh, pass Who received more Scotland caps Alan Hutton or Morris Malpass Malpass Ryan Sweeney is the captain of which Scottish Championship club Don't know Michael how do you think that went uh, I don't know could be tight Who was helping you in the background uh, My brother It's perfectly allowed That's is allowed it? That's allowed of course it is You can have You can help me You can have 45 people <laughs> back there for all I care That is Sorry, definitely if, allowed If you need help you don't look at me Yeah I was going to say Come on Be realistic Simon uh, Which team did Brendan Rodgers manage Until 2015 Before he took The Celtic job Liverpool Who scored Rangers opener Robbie Ewer So it was two all After two questions uh, We 50-50 then Really Livingston or Inverness Who got their new name first Inverness were 94 Livy 95 So Simon gets that one right And moves one In front Who sponsors The Scottish League Cup Premier Sports Both got it Ollie Burke plays for Werder Bremen Michael's brother got it Shouted oh. in the background but, but What's your brother's name Michael? Uh, Daniel Daniel Good knowledge Daniel I love that Werder <laughs> Bremen He should be I'm gutted Daniel Scored a cracker against Borussia Dortmund Was that this weekend Or the weekend that's prior? That's where I've seen it That's where yeah, well, absolutely. You're level now, Michael and Daniel and whoever else is there. So we're level at the moment. Who received more Scotland caps, Alan Hutton or Morris Malpass? Malpass fifty five, Hutton fifty. Michael said Alan Hutton. Simon goes in front, which means you need this. Well, listen, you might because you at least guessed a team. Simon did the inexplicable and passed. Uh, Ryan Sweeney is the captain of which championship club? If Michael gets this, we go to the tiebreaker. He said our broth. The answer is Dundee, Michael. I'm heartbroken for you. I thought you were good. When you two were firing out Werder Bremen and Premier Sports and Robbie Ewer, I thought you were on to a winner. But he sneaked it. Hard lines, Michael. No problem. Good game, Simon. Well played, Michael and Daniel. Well, this is the thing. We can soften the blow because, Michael, surely when we get... Daniel, it's every day. It's who? 
Shaney's nickname, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine, but whoever it is, whatever name he goes by, surely you need to take him to the Virgin Bet Gold Cup at Air Racecourse because yeah. you're giving you a pair of tickets. Wendell Bremen answer, yeah, I'll need to take him with me. That's often the blow a bit. And you're from Air <laughs> as well. Are you within walking distance, short taxi? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Not even a taxi. Good man. I stumble home, please drink responsibly. Michael, Daniel, whatever his nickname was. Uh, hopefully enjoy it The Virgin Bet Gold Cup at Air Racecourse We'll give away more tickets to that On Beat the Pundit tomorrow And Friday We'll upgrade them to VIP tickets on Friday And of course If you are too shy to play Beat the Pundit You can just go and buy the tickets online And do it the conventional way Good game that, Simon Very close It's like when you were a pl- Did you prefer the hard fought victories Rather than the, the easy ones? A win's a win, Gordon You just take the win uh, Right, let's Dundee United Talk to me. I think they might. Sorry, yeah. I think they might get a result tonight. Just by the way football, just based on works, like nothing, weirdly yeah. works. They get battered at the weekend. They lose their manager. Be interesting to see if you know the, the kind of senior players are back in tonight for it. There's much made of the, the kind of mission of Watt and Mulgrew at the weekend. Be interesting to see if they're back in. But I just feel they might go and get a result. I think rightly so. The the mention of Mulgrew and Tony Watt. I mean, mm. Charlie McGrew in particular. What, where was he? I mean, they, they were overrun. To first be fair, half, I mean, they, half. They, they had played previously as well. It wasn't just about the weekend, was it? Um, of course, uh, but in twenty-three goals in four games. Yeah. yeah. In fact, like, you know, let's go back a bit. Was that the right call yesterday for you? I'm afraid so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Seven games in. I, I do understand that the pace of life has accelerated within Scottish football. Sean Maloney got 19 games and was binned by Hibs. Uh, but that kind of run, including a 7-0 against Altmar, uh, bear in mind that two home games back-to-back, Dundee United have now lost 12-0 on aggregate. Mm. 3-0 to <clears throat> St Mirren, 9-0 to Celtic. I, I think the, the, the word untenable comes into the conversation here. You, you, go, you have to do something. You go along with that, Simon. I mean, you need know. to be you need to be crazy to try and defend those four games. Obviously, yeah, but course. we are talking four games. Yeah, the results have been terrible. <clears throat> Ironically, I think the the St Mun one was more of a body blow at home, getting beat three 0 off St Mun. Uh, but yeah, I, I felt for for Jack to be honest. Sunday when goal after goal, it is early stages. Time will tell. You know, he brought him in. I think that the Altmar game did the damage. Uh, the it, are we seeing the psychological effect of that playing out? Is is that one result in a strange way to blame? Is that knocked the stuffing out? Of them? I think it has. I think it has because I watched the home leg. <laughs> really they were, good. They were really good. They scored yeah. a really good goal. The roof caves in over in Holland. I think they went to Hearts and conceded four after that. Uh-huh. And the weekend, I mean, you have to credit the, the play of Celtic, but you know they they look lost. They look lost at the weekend Hugh, when a manager goes It does bring everything else into sharp focus And you know, you wonder what Dundee United do from here Because they, they have had a lot of managers now in recent times They do spend a lot of money Compared to the money that they make uh-huh. um, You know, you just wonder if Need a bit more stability or, or, or how they take this forward I wonder how the club is run uh, When you see Robbie Nielsen dropping a division Rather than staying on as a Dundee United manager, when Mickey Mellon leaves after one season to go back to Tranmere, uh, when Tam Courts comes in, does a great job, but after one season decides he's off to another country, uh, and now 
what's going on with Jack Ross. Uh, that, that's too much instability to be healthy for you. Uh, and look, football doesn't stand still. Liam Fox is in the dugout tonight. Whether he has any realistic chance of getting that job full time no. or not, then we'll need to wait and see. Anything that jumping out at you, Duncan Ferguson, he yeah. is. He gets mentioned. I mean, people mentioned him for the Motherwell job, and there was nothing really in that. You mentioned him again. He, of course, got history with Dundee United. Kevin Thompson still looking for his next job. Anything Ke- Kevin doing Thompson there? would be in the frame. For me, Malky Mackay would be in the frame. Uh, I think this is a man uh, of proven ability. Um, Michael O'Neill leaving Stoke. Um, he had five good years at Stoke. Ended badly, but he had good years there. Mm-hmm. Michael O'Neill, former Dundee United player. Uh, I'm not sure Big Duncan, although it would be fantastic for the journalistic trade to have Duncan Ferguson back among us. I'm not sure uh, he's been out of this country and out of Scottish football for decades now. Uh, you know, For all that he's a charismatic figure, former Dundee United player, made them a fortune when he left for Rangers. I'm not sure that's how it works. Simon? It would certainly be a head-turner if somebody of that ilk came to our game. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not sure. It's a fantastic... Said to be open to it, isn't he? In the, in the newspapers this morning, apparently. It's a, it's, a, it's listen. It's a good club, really good club. Uh, obviously worked there for a few years. It's just a shame the way things are going for them. I, I really do. I do feel for Jack Ross because, you know, he got Hibs to a final, uh, gets sacked, and then finds himself out of out of work after seven games. But it is the results. The results applied applied huge pressure on him. Mm. Uh, It'll be interesting to see Duncan Ferguson Would be exciting I've seen The statement from Chairman Mark Ogren Described as scathing Hugh I mean would you go along with that He says it's poor performances Unacceptable results um, Speaks about it And then just again calls it a horrendous run of results We apologise to the fans But it's my belief that the tools and infrastructure Remain in place for us to achieve success So that that is well, first of all, it's your fault, Jack. Essentially, which I guess the sacking is what he thinks anyway. But first of all, he has to address his own faults. The the week leading up to the game against Celtic at Tannadice, they gave Jack Ross a ringing endorsement. He got the dreaded vote of confidence. Now I know that nine nil is dramatic. Your worst home result, Celtic's best ever away result. Um, but if you had overwhelming confidence in the man prior to the game, then I have to conclude that a 9-0 victory for Celtic was on its own what cost Jack Ross's job. So for me, they're not consistent when it comes to speaking about the manager prior to and then after the Celtic game. Uh, incidentally, Nicky Clark left Dundee United to go to St Johnson as well today, so lots happening. Um, at Tannadice Where does Jack Ross go from here Hugh? Difficult Because the negatives are building up um, Negative at Sunderland uh, Negative at Easter Road Although he, he did have his moments there He, f- yeah, he, not, he Maybe failed. harshly treated at Hibs Well I, mean, I, I, I think again, Ron Gordon's almost admitted it hasn't yeah, he? Uh, Well again Ron Gordon said one thing Did another uh, but 
when it came to the big occasion, it didn't work for Jack. Uh, and I'm afraid that now uh, he faces a period of being out of the game. Well, big game tonight, surely. Dundee United can at least cut down the goals conceded column when they go to Livy um, in the cup this time. Dave Galloway is there for us. Plenty apologetic talk coming from Dundee United in the wake of Jack Ross's sacking yesterday. Gordon owner Mark Ogren apologising unreservedly to the fans following a horrendous run of results. Skipper Ryan Edwards said sorry to Jack Ross on behalf of the squad in the wake of that alarming slump. But he's also defiant, repeating his assertion that he still believes this is the best squad of players he's worked with since arriving at the club. But as we all know, talk is cheap and United now need to turn words into actions on the pitch can they deliver Livingston also looking to bounce back uh, from a 5-0 hammering by Aberdeen in which to be fair they more than held their own before going down to 10 men late in the first half a good line from uh, Livy midfielder Stefan Omionga ahead of this one a hungry dog always runs faster but we are hungry as well so it's going to be a fight prepare for battle then to the teams, one change for Livingston. It's Goncalves in for Fitzwater. George is in goals at the back. Devlin, Kelly, Obelai and Montano. Midfield, Holt, Shinney and Omayonga in the more defensive positions with Pittman and Goncalves behind the main striker, Nubley. The Livy subs tonight, uh, Hamilton, Longridge, Bahambula, Brandon, Boys, Bitsindu, Kankar, Guthrie and Penrise. Dundee United, well, their uh, team lineup makes interesting reading. In come Mulgrew, Behich, McGrath, and Watts. Out of the opening 11 go Freeman, McMahon, Mikison, and Middleton. So it's Ericsson in goals tonight. Smith and Behich, the uh, wing backs in central defence. United have Edwards, Mulgrew, and Graham. Midfield comprises McGrath, Levitt, and Harks with Fletcher and Watts. Leading the attack. The subs tonight uh, Newman, McMahon, Niskanen, Sibold, Middleton, Mikasin, Anaku Eda, uh, Freeman, and Anim. Annual match referee here in Livingston, it is David Monroe. Uh, those two names you mentioned, you are back in the team Charlie yeah. McGrew, Tony Watt. Uh, understandable. Um, the players have been challenged to take a look at themselves, and that is fair comment because you can say what you like about Jack Ross and about anything else associated with Dundee United. But their performance in the second half was shameful. Uh, Celtic were exceptional, and that is not to take away from their work, which was out of this world on the day. But the performance of some Dundee United players in the second half was shameful, and they now have to salvage their professional pride and their club's pride. But... The hungry dog runs faster, <laughs> according to Omionga. But it, if <clears throat> Livy don't win, then you can have the Ian McCall world. Dug me. And there is no wimpy in Livingston. Dave Galloway's favourite eatery, so he might well go hungry tonight. Anyway, we've got a full-time teaser for the guys and more of your calls next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Hugh Evans are here. 0141-951-1025. Or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Take a quick look, see what's going on there. 
Uh, Billy tweeted some thoughts on the Rangers game last night I don't know if you agree or disagree Rangers fans He says Arfield, Davis and McGregor Doing what they need to do Yilmaz was brilliant Euron Divine, Lovelace and King uh, Still plenty of time So fairly encouraging um, Assessment from Billy I've got a full time teaser For you two Very simple question No doubt you'll make the answers seem difficult So Richard from East Kilbride Says since it's League Cup um, can you name in fact you know what, I'm going to do a bit more research on this because he's missed a word out but he says can you name Celtic starting 11 from the semi-final League Cup defeat in 2016 yeah it must be um, uh, he hasn't got the opposition who would that have been again remind Ra- me Rangers no it was the Scottish Cup wasn't it because they went on to play Hibs anyway semi-final League Cup defeat 2016 what was range, uh, Celtic starting 11 Brown No oh. <laughs> McGregor oh. Hold on I just think Richard's got his wires crossed Because they beat Aberdeen 3-0 in the semi-final of the League Cup <laughs> Does he mean Scottish Cup? I think that might be it I'll give you, I'll give you a minute to, to get the head around the question That's got a very crucial word missing uh, Let's bring in Scott Who is a Rangers fan in Denison How's it going Scott? Yeah, very well, thanks. How's how's your panel? Yeah, all good, all good. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, basically, what it is, it's on my mind is uh, I'm actually really intrigued about uh, Saturday coming uh, for the whole fun. It's my, my point really is is the fact that uh, I think I've got a lot of friends that are Celtic supporters, a lot of friends that are Rangers supporters, obviously. Uh, but I, I do believe that they're maybe getting a wee bit ahead of themselves because there's not been one challenge for them. So far this season, they've had it quite easy because they've had no midweek games, no Champions League qualifiers. And I, I do believe that the Rangers' style, if they open up, I think they, they could possibly be punished. So that's basically that, that's my thoughts. Yeah, yeah I'll put that to the panel. I, I feel terrible. I've sullied Richard from East Kilbride's good reputation. Ross County did beat Celtic in 2016. Oh, that was so anyway, the famous yeah, one yeah, where yeah, the, the referee Apologies, apologies, yeah. apologies That's the question Anyway, um, Scott's general theory is Rangers have had tougher tests so far this season Celtic think, haven't, so they're better prepared I think Celtic and Rangers fans are disrespectful to each other In the lead up to this particular game Here we have two terrific football teams um, One of them now 37 games in a row Without loss That's Celtic The other one uh, European finalists a, a matter of three months ago So They can be as disrespectful as they like mm. But these two clubs Are in fantastic yeah. form And it's the best Time For Celtic and Rangers Since the halcyon days of uh, Martin mm. O'Neill being at Celtic Park And Alec McLeish being at Ibrox why people can't respect mm. the teams? Be fair to Scott. I don't think he's deliberately trying to be disrespectful. I mean, it's Rangers, Rangers. It's not. It's not Celtic's fault. It's not a criticism. Rangers have played tough European qualifiers so far. Celtic haven't needed to because they're in already. But, but, but the basic point that um, Scott is making is that Celtic haven't been tested yet. Mm. Well, the the played teams who are in the same league as them, and to quote the cliche, you can only play what's in front of you. And Celtic 
have a goal difference of plus 20 right now So they deserve some respect Are you being disrespectful Scott? No definitely not Not at all I'm just the base of what I'm trying to clarify here Is, is what I'm trying to say is what, see, see Celtic's football style but No disrespect at all They're playing some fantastic football But when, when they attack, attack, attack There's going to be gaps They're not used to We, we can soak it up You've seen the teams that we've dealt with already and obviously previous in Europe. So for me, I think the test is when when they push forward, there'll be gaps and we are pace. I, I reckon it's going to be a fantastic game, but I think this is a big test for them. Well, it will be each other's toughest domestic yeah, test for sure. Um, I don't know if there is value <laughs> in, in comparing the, the fixture list so far. I mean... I guess, oh, I guess on paper, what Rangers have, where have they been to Livy? Hibs, been to Hibs. I don't know. Rangers had marginally tougher fixture. Possibly, does it matter? I you decide. Only, I think the only thing that I would, I can I agree with Scott? They've, they've had to negotiate two difficult Champions League ties, and they've did it well, obviously. And I, I think what he's saying is, you know, you, you look at Rangers' performance, particularly away from home, where they do, they, they're very organised and they're. More than capable of breaking on the on the counter attack. I think that's what Scott's maybe hinting towards their kind of game plan for the weekend. Celtic won't change. They'll come out and try and blow Rangers away early early doors, home advantage, try and get the, the fans going. But both teams have both teams have started really well. You know, Rangers have blinked at Easter Road and lost two points with a, a last minute goal kind of thing. Mm. But they have had to negotiate the Champions League. So I think both clubs will be happy with their start. For Celtic, the carrot at the weekend is opening up a five-point gap should they win. You know, and we're only six games in. It's still early days, but that'll be the carrot for Celtic. And obviously Rangers will be trying to, to put one over on them, but I think it'll be another tight one. We, we look at the last three or four games between the two. Out with the the three now at Celtic Park, they've all been very tight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Scott, last year tells us that even if a team does have a, an advantage at this stage of the season... It's not impossible to overturn Celtic did it to your team As I'm sure You're well aware But How How Damaging would defeat be For Rangers this weekend Do you think Or, or is it not something That would worry you too much In, in early September Well, well We need to be honest here uh, it's, it's It's A long way to go It's the start of the season But obviously I believe we've got Aberdeen away uh, After We beat Ajax on Wednesday <laughs> uh, But I, I, I do believe look, both, both teams There's so so many Especially the World Cup, uh, World Cup In November So this, the, the amount of games That are sandwiched in between There's definitely points To be dropped everywhere But I think it could It could be damaging It could damage us But at the same time I don't believe That Rangers will drop because mm. I believe that Rangers football style is more European and I do believe that when Celtic open up because we're used to remember having everybody behind the ball so there'll be gaps Yeah but it can be interesting Hugh because the 3-0 was arguably the defining moment of the season Yes um, it was, it was dramatic in its own right And it was convincing But also it was the unexpected nature of it That that just wasn't getting discussed no. In the build up to the game 
in the matches that followed, as Simon said, it seems like Rangers learned their lesson, got to grips with it. There was times when they should have been dead in their feet, but but they looked like you know the more physically capable. Do you wonder how any of that translates into this season? No, it doesn't, because this fixture is a separate life form. I, I touched upon the 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 Martin O'Neill, uh, Alec McLeish era. You put Dick Advocate into the frame as well. When Celtic and Rangers had sides that, that were fantastic, uh, and you had the famous Martin O'Neill six-two win over Rangers at Celtic Park, followed by Rangers winning five-one at Ibrox the next time the two teams met. Anything, literally anything, could happen at Celtic Park Saturday afternoon. It wouldn't surprise me if Celtic won. It wouldn't surprise me if Rangers won. Simon, what do you think? Yeah, I've experienced it. You know, sometimes getting into these games as well, when you, you'll you maybe look at one team and you would regard them as favourites with their form. I don't see that. But these two have started really well. They've, they've started. I th- actually thought they would get to this stage with five wins each. And, you know, you'd probably say if, if Rangers didn't go down to nine men at Easter Road, it probably would be five each. Uh, but Celtic have found themselves that little... Gap at the top. They've, they've started off nearly perfection. I mean, scored five at Rugby Park, nine at Tanadice. They're looking good form. They're looking good form. They've, they're affording to rest guys that I think will play mm. at the weekend tonight. So it's another close call between the two. But as Hugh quite rightly says, anything can happen in this fixture. I mean, to be fair, Scott, yes, you can talk about. Celtic playing at a poor Dundee United side or whatever but th- there are always going to be games that the Celtic Rangers should win they should win them all but th- does the the scoring of nine does that not does that not sort of suggest that they are in better attacking form than maybe you're giving them credit for? No, no not at all I'm not taking anything away from them uh, listen as I says, I'm a football fanatic and listen they play some nice stuff my whole point is, what we, as I said, we are so used to having so many people behind behind us when we are trying to attack. Yeah. Fair dues, obviously, you have to uh, move movement, create spaces. But the way Celtic play is attack, 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 right? And we've played. I, I, I'm basically putting this as a, a European game. This is the way I'm putting this across. I think we'll approach this like a European game and... Obviously, it's a whole fun. We can't take that away for anybody. But the gaps are going to be all over the place because it, both teams will go out to attack. Yeah, I get the logic. I get the logic. We do get a lot of Rangers fans on here saying that they don't like trying to break teams down. Um, so yeah, I, I follow that. Thank you very much to Scott uh, in Denison. Can you name the Celtic starting eleven from when Ross County knocked them out of the League Cup in the semi-finals, twenty sixteen? Right, League Griffiths. Yes Tom Rogic No Forrest No Craig Gordon Yes um, Callum Gregor No would you believe no. Oh no he was Sorry sorry he was My apologies um, Dedrick Boyata Came off after 14 minutes Callum McGregor uh-huh. Boyata For good reason <clears throat> uh, Dedrick Boyata Yes Quite good at this um, many have we got? How many has you got? Four. Gordon, Rogic, Griffith, McGregor. No, you've not got Rogic. 
Owner. Gordon Boyata McGregor Griffiths. No Forest. Nope. All right. Thanks again, by the way, to Richard Nisco Bride. He sent that email in to fulltime at clyde1.com. If you want to do the same, that would be lovely. Send the question in and we will try to use it on the show as soon as possible. Ricky is a Celtic fan. The previous Rangers fan, Ricky, feels your team will leave spaces to be exploited at the weekend. What do you make of that? Well, we left spaces last year. We beat them 3 nothing at half time and they couldn't dig any damage in the second half. We all the spaces we left. And uh, I'm sure they, 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 they were very good in Europe last year. So if it's a European game, we must be we must, we must have been better than them only ninety minutes. In the games after the three, because you're right, the three nil was extremely convincing. Um, in the, the sort of final two games of last season, could a case be made that Rangers had learned to get to grips with Celtic a bit more? Aye, oh, why? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that they, they can't do this. Guy's saying. The, what Rangers are going to do Because if we, we lay gaps I'm saying That we've laid gaps Before against teams In the SPL And they've no exploited it And Rangers been manning them Classic We ducked an old firm game My dad's bigger than your dad And My gaps are weird than your gaps Correct And so it will go on uh, There is not a person Who can say With Certainty Who will win this match on Saturday No one Um I would say to now, Hugh, I spoke to a chap today who was a Rangers fan, and he says to me, what do you think of the weekend? I said, it'll be 4 nothing for Celtic, 4 nothing for Rangers, or a 4 each draw, but it might be nothing each. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, uh, that's quite, quite the okay. list of it possibilities. It will not be nothing each, that's the only guarantee. Oh, don't, don't do that to us. Will you no. go to Italy on your fancy <laughs> holiday, Jinx we it. sit here, build it up and have an absolute bore fest? Because How could you've... it possibly be nil-nil? You've just said anything could happen It's yeah. a separate life form You were giving us the big yep, build yep. up Of course it, it could happen Except that That's too surreal Oh stop it That would be a dump squib I must admit He's off a chance He's off in his travels Not caring yeah, a jot care, does he I don't think it'll be a nil-nil either I'll phone, phone you from the I'll phone you from the gondola Does that thing <laughs> Do roaming charges? <laughs> what? What's that? Um, <laughs> roaming not roaming Yeah well Very good I see what you did there Um we always go back to that three 0 because, like we said, it was just such a. I think it was such I a big moment. But they did, they did yeah. play at Celtic Park after that. You yeah, know, the most each. the most recent one, first of May, Jota, and then Sakala. Yeah, one each, and I think you know Rangers had chances in the second half. Celtic were kind of hanging on for the draw. The big the big one for me, I know the three 0 but the, the one at Ibrox where where Celtic went one behind, and then by half time had turned it round. I think that was the one that effectively mm-hmm. won the league for Celtic. Yeah, um, nine changes tonight, Ricky. Is that a risk or is that the right idea ahead of Saturday? It's a right idea. Of course it's a right idea. Uh, is that a risk? Time will tell, but I don't think so. I, I, I'm not saying we'll, we'll definitely go there and, you know, there are nine changes and we'll, we'll do what we've done to previous teams in the, the we've played this year. I'm not saying we'll do that, but I would expect we, we should. We should. I think we'll get the capabilities coming in today to go up there and get a result. But you can't have it both ways, Ricky. You know, you can't say, of course, it's the right thing to do, and then say, is it a risk? Time will tell. You know, you can't have it both ways. Either it's a risk. You know, time will tell doesn't come into it. It's either a risk or the right thing to do in advance of a ball being kicked. So, which is it? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll know it's not a risk at all, Hugh. Right. But you would say, you would say. 
it's a risk because you've already mentioned about the back four. I, I, I've said that the team, there are many, many good players in that team, terrific players. The only area that I would highlight would be a back four that has Stephen Welsh and Moritz Jentz playing together for the first time. And for me, uh, along with Bernabe, uh, that for me would just be an area I would highlight in advance of the game. As I've said, all four mm. may be absolutely brilliant, but it's the one area that you could highlight and wonder if it's a change too many. Thanks, Ricky. Have a good night. What about your teaser then? The Celtics starting 11 from when Ross County beat them in the League Cup. Semi-2016 Craig Gordon Dedrick Boyata Callum McGregor Lee Griffiths Kieran Tierney Kieran Tierney Good shout you um, Any more? Struggling. For any more? Strikers attackers Six to go uh, Give you a wee clue Right I'll just leave it dangling there Somebody Was sent off and that's why Callum McGregor got subbed after 14 minutes. I'll leave that with you and I'll try and get the answers next. And kickoffs coming up. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Kickoff in the League Cup just about to take place. Hearts Kilmarnock, Motherwell Inverness, Levy Dundee United, and Ross County Celtic. Four fantastic fixtures. Who will make it through to join last night's winners? Rangers, of course, uh, did it against Queen of the South. Aberdeen, Partick Thistle and Dundee are in there as well. So we're about to get underway. Any difficulties for Celtic tonight or will they be in that draw? They should be in the draw. Um, the the uh, Ross County team, five changes from the side who lost to Rangers at the weekend. Um, maybe too many changes made by Malky Mackay. Uh, so everything points to a Celtic win if they do not appear in the draw it will be a setback for Ange Postacoglu Any worries for you Simon? No I think just application uh, nine changes it's chances for guys there's two games coming up I know if I was one of those guys coming in I'd be wanting to get a jersey for the next two games so it's one that they should be fully focused on I think the only problem will be the seeing through the smoke here at the start of this game <laughs> yeah, Certainly it generally looks worse on TV, I yeah. think, than in in person. So yeah, hopefully nice. we'll be we'll be fine. Hearts Kilmarnock's an interesting one. Our pal Andy Halliday playing with shingles. Hugh Evans, did you yeah. see that in the newspapers today? Played with shingles at the weekend. I didn't know such a thing was possible, no. but then again, I'm not a doctor, and uh, he's fine. I I think he's just trying to underline how much of a warrior he is. You know, playing through illness to help his team who are ravaged by injury. Well, it's, you know, the the loss of Liam Boyce, uh, I feel for the player, out for the rest of the season, uh, when so much was expected of him. So, you know, I, I, I wish him well. Um, and, of course, get well soon, Andy Halliday. But, uh, you know, Kilmarnock will go there and, uh, you know, it's a free hit for them. They've got what they really, really required at the weekend. They got a league win, and uh, it would be a tremendous feather in the cap of Derek McInnes if he could be in tonight's draw. Absolutely right. How are you faring on this teaser? It's Ross County Celtic tonight, just as it was in the League Cup semi final in 2016, and the Staggies won. Went on to win the competition. Who played for Celtic? Craig Gordon, Dedrick Boyata, Kieran Tierney. Callum McGregor, Lee Griffiths. That's what you've got so far. Beaton. Near Beaton. Well done. 
Johnny Hayes play? Nope Lustig He also played, yes um, Effie Ambrose He got sent off Well done, Effie Ambrose Right, you've got your goalkeeper You've got your defence You've got a bit of the attacking lineup. Who else was in the attack? The next clue I'll give you uh-huh. If you get You've got three to get There are there, There's a pair in there That if you get one of them You'll get the other um. Quite cryptic But we'll see how you fare uh, Dyson Maida Has won Celtic a corner Full of running as the, always It was the actually wee, uh, Oh the wee winger It went <laughs> you should know Oh Paddy Roberts No, no. Not him No but no. I should know You should know You should definitely know Oh GMS and GMS And Armstrong Stephen Welsh hits the bar for Celtic uh, An early let off for Ross County Corner into the box Two minutes in the clock Headed off the crossbar With GMS and Armstrong GMS <clears throat> and Armstrong Yes One more uh, to get a big chance for Celtic early on, Hugh. Yeah, Stephen Welsh. Uh, you know he has a goal already this season from a set piece. Uh, Celtic clearly taking the game to Ross uh, County um, and trying to show that they can make nine changes from one game to the next, and it will have no difficulty, no bearing on what happens. Uh, again, yeah, lots of Celtic pressure early on. I don't think we've got any goals in our other matches yet. Um, producer Callum's delighted <laughs> He feels that Dundee United Have usually conceded by now But not yet Living nil Dundee United nil Same story Motherwell Inverness Same story Hearts Kilmarnock as well So we'll keep an eye uh, On This one You expecting a, a busy Deadline day overall Hugh I mean obviously You know we tend to Obsess with what happens in Glasgow I'm thinking Hearts They, they Hearts, need to be busy won't they Yeah because they've been struck by a couple of injuries The one to Liam Boyce is just a tragedy for the player Missing the remainder of the season um, So I expect Hearts to be very busy uh, Celtic, Ange Postacoglu always keeps his cards close to his chest But things have happened today They've got uh, Albion Ayeti away That might uh, mean there's a space there for another attacker coming in um, But other than that I wouldn't Anticipate An awful lot happening I mean sometimes They can come out the blue it Wasn't Aaron Ramsey That was deadline day Wasn't yep, it in January yep. And there wasn't really much dis- I think we had one day of discussion before But it kind of came out of the blue Nothing on that scale No No I really can't see that uh, I mean the, the the major shock would be If somebody tempted Rangers with money for Morelos But they're not in a position to sell Morelos And I don't anticipate A queue for him either mm, Free kick To Celtic In what you would describe As a, a shooting Position uh, I'm not sure if Celtic have Many absolute specialists At these anymore Simon Turnbull Turnbull we, scored we, a good one yeah, Against Hibs Didn't he at Celtic Park A couple won, of seasons he ago He the full there initially He's over it It looks as if he's going to take it yet um, Good yeah, strike good Sometimes Matarelli takes them Something Juranovic has had a pop In the past hasn't he um, and it will be Turnbull this time You would have thought I mean it's quite far um, mm. Nah No it's not actually I take that back Definitely within shooting good distance. distance Yeah good distance uh, Referee Willie Collum by the way And uh, David Turnbull Clips oh. the top of the wall And it hits the bar Second hit the uh, Celtic hit the bar For the second time 
uh, inside the opening five minutes. This one, a deflection from the free kick, looped the ball high into the air and back off the bar. So uh, that goal is um, living a charmed life oh, at the moment, Hugh. Not a half. Uh, but well cleared eventually by the uh, Ross County defences. Gio Marcus came in looking to feed off the bar, the, bar, the rebound off the bar. But uh, positive start for Celtic. He looks at one of two ways, hitting the bar twice this early in the game. Is it going to be one of those nights? Or is it simply the lead up to the inevitable goal for Celtic I like this tweet from Crazy Pony who says I came across this profile of myself in an old Celtic view check out my favourite player it says Stephen from Kincardine his uh, favourite food is roast beef and Yorkshire pudding for anyone that cares and his favourite players are Jackie McNamara and Simon Donnelly there we go oh. A man of great taste. He knows, he knows his football. Who's yeah. that? The crazy pony. The crazy pony. He knows his stuff. Yeah, he's. Um, Alex Neal's life as Stoke manager's not got off to a great start. Swansea are 1 0 up at Stoke inside the In, first six minutes. Interesting that he said he, he out of Sunderland basically because he was unsure of the people running the club. Uh, good luck with that then, Tony Mowbray. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose that is one way to look at it. I don't think the Sunderland fans were too happy. Um, I just thought I'd mention that because obviously a Scottish manager doing his thing down the road and still no goals to tell you about in any of our four matches. Um, they do go to extra time, of course, as Aberdeen found out. How frustrating is that, by the way? You've won all, you're taking to extra time, yeah. and you win 4-1. It's an easy victory in the end. In the Could end. you not just have spared yourself the extra half an hour? Yeah, but you've got to credit, Annan. Yeah. Uh, Celtic would certainly want to avoid extra time in the Highlands because Mm. they're going to get back very, well, I was going to say Mm. very late. Early in the morning it will be. None of these guys are going to play. He's made nine changes. Well, some will play. McGregor will play. Yeah, McGregor and... McGregor and... One other. No, actually, no. Abada, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or or Maeda, then. I think Abada. I think it would be... After the hat-trick at... He's, he's, he's showed good form coming off the bench as well. I think he'll go where bad at the weekend, I think. Yeah, I think with the front three who played at Tanya Dice yeah. will start against Rangers. Jack Any scope for you know Maeda to score a hat trick tonight and do his bit I, to I change just, the. I just feel likes Maeda, doesn't he? He does like Maeda. He does like Maeda. And I, I was, well, I wasn't surprised that Abada was in at the weekend purely from what I just said there. I think mm-hmm. he's been coming off the bench and being effective. And deserved his start. I just feel. Would, would he be more of a goal threat? I mean, I don't think Maeda's scored yet this season. Um, Abada doesn't seem to have th- that. He takes up great positions. Yeah. See, out, out of his 15, 16 goals for Celtic, how many times is he coming in at that back post? It's, 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 it's a good trait to have. You know, he seems to just be in there, right place at the right time. Mm. Head knock for Celtic here. Yeah, looks like a sore one. Jack Marcus. Marcus. He went towering into that header. Um, at the edge of his own box It was a defensive one And um, Might he Is Anthony Ralston That clatters him Or is it um, sure Yeah it was Anthony Ralston Sorry who I saw Come flying in And I'm not yeah. sure If it was him um, But either way Jackie Marcus has Taken a sore one The boy Erling Haaland's Not bad is he He's yeah. got He's got two Inside the first 23 minutes He's the reason why Manchester Man City, City Will go through The league season Without losing First goal of the evening in the League Cup in Scotland and it's that man Kevin Van Veen yeah. the goal didn't count for much at the weekend because they went on to lose but he is in great goal scoring form and he's put Motherwell one up inside nine minutes at for Park invaluable took his goal well at the weekend as well eh? yeah. 
Are we well, still one finish. short here? Oh yeah you are You're one short on the teaser One more player Who started for Celtic When Ross County beat them In the League Cup semi-final 2016 Gordon and goal Lustig Ambrose Boyata Tierney Beaton Mackay Stephen McGregor Armstrong Griffiths One to get Striker Nope Nope These teams play one up front these days don't they Lee Griffiths up front Midfielder Yeah very much a midfielder uh, I think we might need a clue Hugh uh, We do There was a link to the Celtic manager Who was in charge that day and picked this team Ronnie Dyla Okay um, Or the The lad that went to Fulham Oh Left footer Yes That's him I need a name <laughs> Johansson Stefan Johansson Well done you uh, Well done Still goalless In Dingwall Ross County nil Celtic nil Same story In all of the games Bar Motherwell Inverness Kevin Van Veen Has Motherwell One up We will see you Before the weekend Yes I shall be back on Friday One more Enjoy Before you go you. On Enjoy. Your, Thank you Simon Your fancy holiday the end to the week is not to be missed That's nothing to do with us or Hugh Evans or anyone else But just think how important it's going to be in Scottish football We'll find out tonight who's going to go through to the League Cup Tomorrow is deadline day And then it is really foot to the floor build up to Celtic against Rangers on Saturday So you'll simply have to join us tomorrow uh, when Marvin Bartley's here Looking forward to speaking to him alongside Gordon DL from 6 o'clock And Callum Gallagher is up next